0: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 402 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host Christian Piles, joined as always, and twins Willie and I have the exact same I
1: shirt on today. Um, I was yeah. happy to, I was excited to wear it because uh, it's the first time I've ever worn it, and then you and then you did it,
0: and then I wore it also. Yeah, twins. It's, it's a wonder this doesn't happen more often because... It really is. Among the Flow Wrestling team, 64-ish percent of our clothes are the same shirt. And we mm-hmm. just happen to not... The, you know who I do end up dressing like more often than anyone? Holmes and I had like a year-long sh- uh, run there where probably once a week we would have the same shirt or sweatshirt on. But that has not happened uh, in, in a while now. But here, we're, we're rekindling it and it looks great. It, it, at least we're not side-by-side. Like uh, Donnie Vincent and I. <laughs> uh, so to my left, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. He's the pride of Baltimore County. Will, Willie's the pride of of uh, Easton, Pennsylvania. And uh, so today— know what county he's in? What county? I don't know what county Easton's in. Uh-uh. Do you know? No, man. Is it Northampton County? Dang it. If I had thought a little bit, maybe I would have. Shout out Jimmy Sheptock. Hey— oh,
1: okay. I know that probably nobody really cares about this. But nice. Just, Let's lead the show it. with it. Let's lead the show with something that nobody probably cares about. Yes. But it's one of those shows. It's going to be one of those shows, boys. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> there's not much going on. All right. Oh, anyway, I, I'm, in, I'm in. No, there's not plenty. Don't lie. Don't lie to the people. All right. But they, most of the time, they appreciate your genuineness. Don't lie to the people and say there's a lot going on in the wrestling world because there's not. But here's a little non sequitur. I'm in full fantasy football mode, right?
0: Oh yeah, we already saw your tweet. Everyone follows you on Twitter, Willie.
1: Isn't that interesting, though? Yeah,
0: I thought you the just forgot. The top two. Yeah, Saquon Barkley.
1: Saquon Barkley and, and Christian McCaffrey, the top two, arguably the top two picks. Both and have... the number
0: one greatest mind in fantasy wrestling or fantasy football.
1: <laughs> both have uh, Northampton County roots. Okay. I didn't know that about McCaffrey. That's interesting. Yeah. His dad went to school. or grew up here. Nice.
0: Okay, so fun facts from the 610. Uh, so this is the uh, Yanni Zane blowout stravaganza show. Because next Monday, classic Labor Day wrestle-off is Yanni Zane. <laughs> and I hope you all knew that. And Willie says there's nothing much going on. We're going to decide our world team on Monday, on Labor Day. That's a pretty big deal. Now, have we talked about this topic enough? <laughs> we, I feel like we've covered it, but I don't think you can talk about it too much. Um, so I'm going back. I'm rewatching all the matches for like, I don't know, the how manyth time. And if, this is why you do it. You stumble across <laughs> new things. And I'm rewatching match two of Final X. And obviously, everyone knows the initial four-two-and-two two thing was was scored wrong. I knew that one, but late in the first period, Yanni and Zayn are in an exchange. What? What, Willie? Why is this funny? Why are you laughing?
1: It's funny because they're going to wrestle in a couple days after an arbitration, and, and you're going back and finding that the whole match was scored wrong. Basically, if you, I mean, what? All
0: right, so let me f- let me find the timestamp exactly. This
2: would be a good time 1-11. for the video asset to be. We played. need video assets to be able to. We be We have play- video assets. I, w- I wonder if I
0: can. Uh, I wonder if I can send this to Caleb if if Caleb knows how to use YouTube because then you'd be able to see it as well. Um, that would be an awesome thing. So I'm gonna pull it up here. But there's an exchange with Yanni and Zane. Zane's in on a shot, uh, a double leg, and then. Yanni kind of tries to roll him through, but he goes right across his back, and they don't call anything. And so I show I show my good friend Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr., and he's not alarmed at all by this. And I'm like, this is okay. Maybe I'm crazy. And I show Willie, and Willie feels like it needs to be points. I don't know what it should have been, but I kind of think I do. I think it should be points. Well, why are you
1: not alarmed, Daniel Roy?
2: What do you mean why am I not alarmed? There are plenty of instances there are plenty of instances this entire freestyle season where I saw guys obviously hit their back or be closer to hitting their back than than being upright and no points were awarded. And part of that has what? to do with the nature of whether or not is your move, which is the biggest issue here, and the camera changes right as we determine it. If you listen to the commentary in real time, ba- what?
1: Uh, the camera didn't change. What do you mean? The camera didn't change when it for the it, official it, that was watching it. Well,
2: yes, okay, but we're, you're asking for my opinion of it. I was obviously not the official in the match.
1: So is the is the so that are you saying the rule is if it's if it's your move you're allowed to roll across your back?
2: I. I use the same example every single time that we have this argument or discussion, which is imagine a gut wrench where yeah. you're on top yeah. of somebody and you get right all the way over and you but they don't go over, they don't get points for that, right? Because you're initiating the move.
1: Right, but but they scored it.
0: What?
2: Scored when, what? They didn't score anything here. Really. Well
1: I'm talking about when they well, I don't. You're out of your element, Donnie. When you no, do, I'm, I'm
2: saying, I'm saying, when the person, on top, yes, flings their body all the way over, but the bottom person does not go. They're not going to give points to the bottom person because the top person exposed their back in the process of attempting a gut mm-hmm. wrench.
0: I feel like a gut mm-hmm. is
2: completely different.
0: Gut, I feel like terre offense is completely different from a guy is on a double leg. But I have to my...
2: use it as an example so that you guys understand. No, the, the I, I, I think of the there's, I think, of your think your move. the
0: rules I think are a little different when it's, uh parterre offense versus neutral. I'm on a double leg. Who's he's on Zane's on a double leg and he, yes. Yanni locks around the crotch yes. and, and goes across the back. He's not in an offense. He's not in a top position,
1: Why right?
2: You, I know he's not in top position, but it again, it's the nature of, there are plenty, there are plenty of times in neutral where guys do that. And it does, it does not get awarded. I need to the see guy that. rolls. Can, yeah. At, yeah. See. Can you
0: show us? But, I feel like you don't see it that much.
2: Um, I think I, enough
1: there was an instant okay let me ask you this no man no I'm not I'm not by the way I'm not saying you're wrong but did, did you watch the veto did you watch the veto match where there's a clear exchange where they're where, where, they both were ro- exposed their back and and the referees they even looked at it there were no zero points now that they, um. they were neutral
2: I mean, I'm sure I watched I was, it. I don't specifically remember it, though.
1: I I was, like, befuddled. But, they, they, but that zero is... Points that, that.
2: Again, that may not be right, but that is an example of what I'm talking about, where I see guys go to their backs frequently and no points are awarded. Well. Not necessarily saying it's right, yeah, you know, but, like, it's not... I don't know. It's not super jarring to me it to see early
1: it.
0: early and often. Right away, double I like, That's four. Thing.
1: Right away for Zane Rutherford. One four minute, and two. Man. I, I sent you the
0: timestamp one.
1: Zane kind of controls his upper body I right, go back to. That's a, a, a lot of action for no point. Exactly out the back door into now. The
0: video file into the YouTube video. Right, you should see it on your screen here. Bad radio if you're podcasting. Just listening in your car. But just imagine if you will. Zane Rutherford in on a double leg. Yanni locked around the crotch. Okay. Zane trying to finish, trying to go out the back door. Yanni tries to roll him through, rolls across his back, no points. So maybe that's the right thing. So much was happening I, in this match. Thanks for playing that, Caleb. Um, but I, I don't know, man.
1: Uh, to me, I don't me, know how you. I don't know how you can. If you're trying to say that it was an offensive move, that wasn't pure offense.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that wasn't pure offense. That wasn't like. Uh, that wasn't like. Well, no points there because he attempted something. That was clearly partially trying to defend and not get scored on.
2: Yes. But well, this is why there's three man mechanics. In this case you two would overrule me. Uh uh-huh.
1: So <laughs> Okay, okay, that's fine, but you
0: know. hey, when we hey, hold on. When Kyle ditches us for football, we should this show should be called three man Mecha- mechanics.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that way all like, the takes all the
2: takes have two out of three. Like all it's
1: right.
2: like okay, let me put it this way. If it had been called for Zane. In the moment, in a rescore, in a challenge, I would not have lost my mind. However, full disclosure. Similarly, I see that and I go, okay, it looked like Yanni's move. They're not gonna, they're not gonna give it to Zane.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so okay. So watching it again, Nomad, you don't, you don't, you think it's pure and up. You think that's like uh, attempting a headlock and slipping. Do you think it. You think it's like Yanni taking a double, or you don't see the element where Yanni is trying to survive that. Not being scored on?
2: Well, that's part of why I'm saying that it becomes his move. Yeah. The, my thing is,
0: the words "your move" make no sense at all. Because you could just say something's well, your move,
1: and then it's your move. Well,
0: I did something, so it's my move.
1: I don't think I just don't what do you, think that's what do you mean? What do you mean it's? No, man, it's his move. He's in danger. He is what in it, danger of being scored on. But and and then he put he rolls across his back. He didn't put himself in danger. Freaking Zane! Zane's in deep on a double. Yanni rolls across his back to try to expose, and so for that, now he's immune from giving up points.
2: He has sanctuary. The, yes, that that happens frequently. Oh come on! It does. You say, come on, sure. it does. Watch watch matches. That happens all the time. I know this is probably a and, silly and, question, and but and what does the rule book no, actually say? No, what does it, does, it does, actually
0: it say in black and white? No,
1: it doesn't. You know,
2: I do not know what it says in black and white. However, nice. I, I see it enough in practice. You don't practice. That I understand it to be that way.
0: Not a game.
1: No. <laughs> also, no, you bad. do
2: understand what I mean by your move, right, Willie?
1: Well, I 100% understand what. I 100% understand what you mean by it, but I do not believe you when you say you see guys that are in danger of being scored upon roll across their back in a YOLO... I I shouldn't say YOLO. In an attempt to counter, and it be awarded zero points. I'm just going to call you a liar.
2: (laughs) Okay, I don't know about this specific time, but I frequently see guys... Go to their back in an attempt to score points, and it is not awarded points because it was their Wait, offensive attempt. you gotta now, you gotta
1: add in the qualifier there, add in the qualifier that they to start the sequence they are in perilous danger of being scored upon. Yeah, and the,
2: I have already conceded. Like I'm 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 not dying on the hill. That if somebody gave this to, I'm not He's flipping not out. He's not
0: his mind. He's not dying on the hill.
2: I'm just saying, in the 50-50 argument, I lean towards that Zane move, that's Zane's move. Okay. Secondly, you mean, you mean if Yannis. as far as the or yeah, Yanni's move as far as the rulebook is concerned, what's his face? Silvestri went back and scored it. Do we know that he scored that as two? I don't know how he scored because it I
0: know he rescored it.
2: <laughs> Zane the, the, is the winner right. for different reasons. The opening sequence very wrong. Right, the opening sequence but,
1: was wrong. Huh?
2: Everybody
1: knows. Yeah, it. The opening sequence was wrong.
2: Right, but the the score that I remember Christian giving is the score that it would have been had the opening sequence been scored the way that a lot of us think it should have been scored. Here's the thing. Which means that, that point that we're discussing right now, he also agrees that that's not Zane's move.
1: I would also agree that I don't care what he says.
2: That's fine. (laughs) Here we go. We can agree. I mean,
1: you're you're not, you're not telling me that if uh, possibly he missed that. And if we would have that conversation right now, we, he would be like, Oh Yeah. Right, I mean, I bet you we could convince Sylvester that that's a thing.
2: Yeah. Anyway, maybe guys. Anywho,
1: that this is hard
2: for me because I'm not like so far on the other side where I feel you guys are just completely you're so on the other side. wrong. I mean, I guess I just don't. I just I point don't is, think it is.
1: You could make a case that Zayn won that match by four points or two sure. points. Sort of. But who cares? I mean, well, at this point, I I think should care I think somewhat. it.
0: I think it kind of bucks the narrative a little bit in that, you know, we say on the one hand, I I kind of left Final X thinking Yanni won that match fair and square and should have been named the winner. And then you re, and, and all I rewatched was that exchange in the in the brick, and I'm like, no. Then I rewatched this, I'm like, okay. Well, and I guess what the reason I'm bringing it up is not to like re-score the match. <laughs> it's like these guys are really 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 close. And there's a there's an argument that Zane's been better and if you rescored all these matches Zane's maybe scored more points. So even though Zane lost the last one, probably in the most decisive fashion of any of their matches and that, you know, maybe he's hurt. It man, Yanni, it's tough to prognosticate this one. And I think I think if Vegas was setting a line for this, I think Zane's a pretty tremendous <laughs> favorite here. In terms of he has to win one of these.
2: That's the thing for me. I was talking to Mike yesterday and I was like, I do not know how to properly quantify in my head the importance of Zane has to win fifty percent of the matches and Yanni has to win a hundred percent of the matches. Right? Yeah.
0: We've never been in that scenario before. So like
2: I have zero idea how to properly assess that. Yeah. Other than it Obviously helps Zane, yeah. Right, like I know that. I just I don't know how much. I assume a great deal. Yeah, it's wow. um, man, it's
0: it's it's really really tough to call, and I, I don't I don't know for the longest time I Yanni'll do it. Yanni'll do it. I really thought Yanni would do it. You rewatch this. The truth is in what we've seen, right? And and what we've seen, I don't know who's better, uh, and if. I don't know who's better, and one guy has to win one, and one guy has to win two. It, it's just tough to say Yanni's got this right, but th- the kid is unreal. The kid is probably more talented. He has more ways to win, more ways to score. But in this series, that hasn't necessarily been entirely true. Uh, so I don't. I mean, I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. I
1: thought happen. Zane wrestled about as perfect as he could at at Rutgers. I mean, he was. He was. Oh man, he was good. He was dialed in. Um and I you know, he's going to have to be perfect. He's going to have to be yeah. that Zane. He's going to have to be that Zane to win on Monday.
0: You think you think we'll get yeah. that Zane?
1: No, I'm saying he's he has to be the F- Ruckers Zane. Yeah. So, that version has to go to Wilkes. It can't be anything less than that.
2: So if that's the case will, then all things even you consider Yanni to be better or the favorite, which however way you want to word it. If you're saying Zayn has to be perfect, that would insinuate that only a one hundred percent Zayn could beat any Yanni.
1: Um Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that Zane can beat Yanni at less than hundred percent.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: It's uh
1: I mean, listen. He didn't in in in, in Dogu even before. I mean, that wasn't the Rutgers version of Zane.
0: Correct. I and
1: I watched that match, and
0: I just saw some adjustments there from from Yanni too, like his his, um, how much he was getting to the leg, how he was timing the level changes of Zane. And just ended up on, on so many shots. I looked at that as a, as an adjustment, and now the only thing I take from that is now okay. Now Zane's gonna adjust. Zane adjusted from open to Final X. Yanni adjusted from Final X to Yasser Dogu. Now what's gonna be the next thing? Because these are both guys that can evolve,
2: right? And have have proven that. To the point about the <clears throat> the version of Zane that we saw at Rutgers, the thing that doesn't change. Maybe he changes how he gets to it, right? How he sets it up. At what point in the match he does this. But the taking double legs, given how scrambly Yanni is, although, and this is something I put in the World Championship preview, The so this this freestyle season, right, Yanni's averaging 9.5 points per match, which is really good. That that That's a real offensive wrestler. He's also giving up a lot. I was going to say, what's he giving up? Yeah, that's the thing, is – he puts himself in positions that leaves him open for number one non controlled exposure, which is the the point we were just debating with mm-hmm. that uh that sequence. And then also because of that, uh Parter miscues in this especially in the sense of transition, which yes. is what Zayn is best at. Zane <laughs> it's funny. Mike did two separate behind the dirts like a year apart about Zane's transitions, one in folk style, one in freestyle. Yeah, so that's something Zane is tremendously good at, and that's how he frequently wins matches. Yeah, two exchanges where uh, at the
0: open, Zane got in on the shot, split the legs, Mm -hmm. and then after he got the two, he took Yanni through for two more. And then at Final X in match one, he ends up on the shot, and Yanni tries to fend him off, and he ends up getting giving up the two and the lace. Right, so these are huge exchanges where Yanni and I—I I think it was it was uh, Bader's interview with him, where Yanni's talking about how, you know, so, sometimes you just gotta be happy giving up zero points instead of trying to score two, <laughs> and, and and two's a winner. And plus, you know, one one thing I think he said his dad was basically saying, you know, when when you're trying to counter and it's the guy's that's that's on your legs move or his offense, like they're gonna you don't know which way they're gonna side and they could be side they could side against you when they when they score it so i now those are easy things to say and pragmatically (laughs) know that they're true but application is the difficult part in any of this and how yanni's able to apply it will maybe ultimately tell the tale because if he's just giving up two instead of four i mean that that's that's tremendous he gave up fours and he gave up a four in match two he gave up a um, two and twos at the open and at uh, final X match one. So in th- three of those matches, he gave up like multiples, right? And that's that's a dicey game to play.
2: Yep. Um.
0: Okay. Willie's. <laughs> Willie's got nothing. So That's fine.
2: No, Willie did that thing where I couldn't tell if he was frozen or not because he was standing so perfectly still. I don't,
0: I don't understand that. He's like a a frog in hibernation. I don't know if you have ever seen this, uh, but at the when I, I worked at this uh, at, at a mental hospital, and they had we had this pond, a little little like frozen thing, and a frog got like you know it gets cold in Virginia, and a frog got like thawed in there, but then it, it thawed out and was fine. It just like gets frozen, just like doesn't move, just slows down its body, and just like (laughs) hangs on. And sometimes I think Willie does that. Gets its heart
2: rate down to like five beats per minute. Yeah, per
0: second, (laughs) or per yeah per hour, and that's all it needs because it's not doing anything, right? (laughs) So Willie, in a similar fashion, can completely shut down his body to preserve itself for um, the through the hard times. (sighs) Okay.
1: Sometimes I just remain still while thinking.
0: Yes, you, you definitely do. So that's that. That's Yanni Zane. It's happening Monday, Labor Day, at 3 o'clock Eastern. Eastern. We only say, so the new rule as, as Flow Sports evolves into a modern sports media company, I am pleased to tell you that now we are only allowed to say the Eastern time zone time, no matter where it is. Kazakhstan, Wilkes barre Tempe, Fresno, doesn't matter. Honolulu, we're giving you the Eastern time, okay? No more Central, no more local, Eastern. That's how the big boys do it, and 10 years in, that's how we're going to do it, whenever we can remember.
2: Also, shots fired at the West Coast, because it is mainly because more Eastern Coast people consume our content.
0: No, that's not why. Really? Nope, you made that... I'm not saying that no. That Eastern East Coast people do consume more, but that has nothing to do with the decision. It's just like literally the industry standard is
2: Eastern Time Zone. I thought it just had to do with No, they the, didn't the, run
0: the Google Analytics of traffic report and be like, "All right, <laughs> it's the Eastern I don't know,
2: that's what that's what I No. Cuz that the first thing in my head was like, "Okay, well when it becomes Central Time. Consume it the most, they'll go to central time. We're just gonna
0: move the time zones around based on where the most traffic comes from. I mean, if you have like a three year date, yeah, no, like CBS, Fox, it's everything's east, east, everything, yeah, okay. Shots fired at every other time zone. Can you imagine Russia? They have like 13. What a nightmare!
2: You know, China has one, sounds about right because (laughs) uh, the president, Xi Jinping was like tired of he, he was tired of having to having to adjust to the different time zones as he would like fly across the country and he's like this that yeah, we're done with this. This is one time zone. Oh my gosh. And it's so like, like a seven it's like a, in
0: the morning. It must be like
2: Yeah, well it's like a it's like a country that they, they had eight time zones or whatever. It's China's massive country. Turns out. Yeah. That's gotta have some real Yes wow.
1: yeah. negative imagine effects. If Donald, imagine if Donald Trump flew from DC to LA and was like this time zone thing's stupid. we're all one now. So in LA when you wake up at uh, I, they would wake up at seven, seven in the, in the morning, morning, it would be Four. it would be dark. It would be dark till about noon. It' would <laughs> be, be dark a, till about 10 a.m.
0: 10 that would be an interesting adjustment for them. Uh, okay let's get final final predictions. That cannot be changed from now till Monday Labor Day. We're starting with Willie. You're gonna have to choose your 65 kilogram world teamer. Who is it going to be?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm don't gonna take. This. I'm gonna take Yanni. I'm gonna take Yanni because I think mostly because I think Zane has to be perfect, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we need the Rutgers version. Even you know what I mean. The, the The U.S. Open version of Zane was it was fine. That was he was that was good, right? I mean,
0: he was up four two, kind of late in the match. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And I keep saying perfect. I, I don't know. I'm not saying we need the the best version of Zane because Zane. I mean, the U.S. Open version is capable of beating winning that match. Um, I don't know. I I, I think that it's going to come down to a, a couple positions, namely Zane in on a shot and Yanni trying to counter stuff. Zane being able to keep his hips down. I mean, a, a, and also, you know, at the at Rutgers, one of the real key situations too was Yanni's shot and Zane getting his his. Feet back and his hips down, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is a long way of me delaying this pick. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Yanni for reasons I don't really know. <laughs> for reasons I don't understand.
0: <sighs> Donnie Vincent.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm also going with uh, Yanni. I think Willie's right as far as the both of these. I don't think either of these guys are. World class defensively, which is probably my biggest concern for both of them going into the World Championships. For Zane, it is not his um, getting to Zane's legs is difficult. Once you get to Zane's legs, it becomes much easier to to finish on him. Um, so, like if that's the jump that that he's going to need to make, and then for Yanni, it's not being a scrambly, which is like somewhat anti Yanni. Um, so the that's. Kind of tied to my prediction of how they do at the world championships, but I'm going to say Yanni, uh, although the one match thing really scares me about Zane. Um, I don't think I have no data to support this. I don't think Zane's 100% healthy. I don't think Zane can be the quote unquote perfect guy that Willie's talking about that we saw at Rutgers. And I think that uh, Yanni continuing to put himself in live match situations, right? The Yastrzdogu and you Poland is why it is part of why I'm gonna roll with him, and I just I think he's a little bit better. I don't know how much better, but I think he's a little bit better.
1: What, Willie? <clears throat> it's, the, it's the dogu match that messes me up because if you told me if the if the dogu match never happened, and I watched the U.S. Open, and I watched Rutgers. And now this was happening. I would pick Zane. It's the Dogu match that messes me up. Well, not only how
0: that he lost, but also
1: the way in which he lost,
0: and then the injury that happened in the last like twenty seconds as well. Yeah, it's a there's there's a lot of reasons to have uh, have concerns there. So to me, a couple, a few of the key positions. I I think Yanni needs to. Actually not, and I think you guys hinted around this and even said it, but like he has to limit the exchanges where Zane's in on his legs. Zane is gonna know how to finish to to an extent, right? He's there. There will be times where he gets stamina. There could be times where Yanni scores, but I think in general, Zane's gonna end up on attacks where he's gonna feel good. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing. I think another thing is the um, Zane has had good success re-attacking when Yanni can take those shots and just be like really flattened out. And he wasn't always getting to the leg. So if Yanni's taking a lot of shots and not getting to the leg, it can play right into Zane's re-attack thing. So when, but Yanni's had a couple of attacks where he's gotten in and the the finish was instantaneous, the most beautiful takedown, one of the prettiest takedowns I've seen all year. Was when he stepped left, and all his singles had been left, 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 and he dragged right so fast. Zane just dropped so fast. So I think that uh, two-sided attack is going to be necessary because he was. I feel like Zane was kind of getting a better read on his single leg to to Zane's right leg. Uh, that was gorgeous. It was. It was one one of the moves of the, of the whole uh, freestyle season so far. It was outstanding. So
1: how many times? How many times did you rewind that?
0: Many, including this Me morning. Two. It was just like, oh my gosh! I mean, it's just so. I mean, and that's one thing with Yanni is his fluidity. And here's why I'm picking Yanni. Enough vamping. This guy's arc is absolutely insane. The rate at which he is improving, from, I mean, there's there's a chance that from. April of this year to right now, he is a way, way, way better wrestler. If you look at the the progression he's had in his career, in 2017, two years ago, this guy did not win juniors, junior, uh, the junior open. You know, he lost to Ryan Deacon, who we all know is really good. And and since then, he has emerged. He's a two-time NCAA champion who has gone from I'm not the best at the age level thing right now to I'm beating the world number one. I'm winning multiple senior-level tournaments overseas. I've beaten Zane Rutherford twice. And, and I just keep getting better, and I'm healthy. So I, I just think his ability to uh, evolve, implement a game plan, and, and improve is so tremendous. Whereas with Zane, how much better is he going to have been able to get between Final X and now? given injury given the fact that you know how much better is zane going to get in his career is, is is a question and the the level he's reached is insane it's amazing zane's one of the best best to ever do it at, at the collegiate level and he made a world team while in college and he's tremendous but just i think there's just something special about yanni mentally and his ability to improve and it doesn't make sense to pick him to win two when the other guy only has to win
2: one but that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna pick Yanni in two. The one of the points you made about the, about Yanni's takedown right that uh, misdirection redrag, there is undeniably, at least for me, an aesthetics part of this that I don't know how to turn off in my brain, like, y- like Yanni has more. you know beautiful moves artist moves right things that make you go wow right things that just make you want to watch him more whereas zane's a little more baseline a little more right relying on on being a brute in clubs and but at the same time zane we we continue to underrate zane's ability to make adjustments we continue to underrate zane's mad iq and his ability to um find ways to win so i don't know how much that factors into everyone else but for me that it's it's a hard thing to turn off where it's just like if you ask me, just aesthetically, I enjoy watching Yanni wrestle more. But yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to win.
0: That is true. It's like uh,
2: almost like back in the day,
0: Kobe Lebron. Like Kobe is just more artistic. It was just more. He had it was just a more fluid game. But like Lebron was just this like force of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, now obviously, I think Lebron's better, but that's a s- separate thing. So okay, we've all got Yanni. Man. <laughs> when when the when i mean for the most part when everyone kind of thinks one way you can go but like it, i always think about this like in football when everyone's like on one thing especially when in mm-hmm. gambling it's often the opposite like when the public's on one thing you should be on the other side uh, and and we could look back and feel like hey we made the foolish choice but it's not like it's not as though any of us are saying
2: yeah, you know. I, I, like
0: it's not like we're like Yanni's got he, it. It's yeah, just like, yeah, next top. I think I got Yanni. Yeah, but no, no one's gonna be surprised if if Zayn wins match you one four to two, and that's it.
1: It's that's it. it. Yeah. game up. I listen, that could happen. That's a yeah. very possible thing. Man, I mean, I mean, say it out loud. He was right there in. He was right there in. The U.S. Open match led it to break. He won match one at Rutgers, and he probably scored more points in match two at Rutgers.
0: Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's, yeah, all it's the time dead heat. Dead heat, but for some reason we all have Yanni. Okay, what can you do? Eight forty a.m. We're rolling. We're gonna go one thirty-three tears, tears for fears, and um. I haven't really looked at these yet. Nomad puts them in, and then we get angry or we're satisfied with them. So tier one, he has Seth Gross, Nick Suriano, Dayton Fix, Devon Micic. And I'll read the first two tiers. So that's tier one, Gross, Suriano, Fix, and Michich. Tier two, Pletcher, DeSanto, RBY, Gomez. Now, here's the interesting thing about tier one. It's entirely realistic that there's only one name left when the season starts. And That's it's Seth I Gross. Yep. There could be no Soriano. He could go down. Mm-hmm. He could redshirt. Mm-hmm. Dayton Fix, probably going to Olympic redshirt. Stevan Meech, mm-hmm. probably going to Olympic redshirt. So, sayonara, tier one is Seth Gross. Very realistically, that could happen.
1: So. What if, I mean, even tier two. What, what about I mean. It? Desanto could very well move up. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Desanto's going 41.
2: Will he gonna it... say it? I think no, it's gonna. I, no,
1: I mean, my guess is that Desanto's going to go 41. Gomez could take an Olympic for Mexico. No. No. Oh, I'm just, i that's a joke. I just want to get you fired up a little bit. <sighs> it works. Um. But so you you're talking about we have eight guys in tier one and tier two. Uh, four of them might not be there.
0: Yeah, bodes well for Chaz Tucker.
2: <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think DeSanto ends up being the thirty-three, and Tizel goes forty-one. What? I just—that's what I think. Why would it's, they do that? I because I think Gavin is th- big and doesn't want to cut weight. Gavin at forty-one is not a good idea. I have I thought Gavin <clears> was gonna <throat> be a 41 three, four years ago. Okay, growth
0: okay. patterns. I, I just I think Desanto's bigger.
2: I,
1: Nomad does Nomad does functional growth patterns.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't know. Desanto could go up. I don't think I don't think that that's going to be the what case. What is
0: Zag by Nomad? Everyone says thirty three. T zales smaller. Desanto's big. Move up. He's like nope. Flip him. You. Then again, this is the man wrestling Nomad with his Desanto weight thing is interesting. Because he favored Austin Gomez in a match, or uh, Austin DeSanto in a match, because he was bigger and it was an hour weigh-in, and that would mean he was bigger. I didn't understand that then. I don't understand this now, but it could definitely happen. That wasn't uh, DeSanto Gomez. I, it wasn't a DeSanto Gomez, but it was a DeSanto dual match, where you liked that it was an hour weigh-in because he was cutting more weight. <laughs>
1: Separate. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> uh, um, I, don't know. I, 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 I mean, I how would see how would Gavin do at forty one? I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's cr- crazy, insane, off the wall to say Desanto thirty three and. No, I don't DeSanto either. 41. It's not, it's not off the wall. The wrong, I don't. I think it's off the wall. I think it's the wrong move. I actually don't yeah. know if it is. Listen, Desanto. I think they're just both going to place
0: high at either way.
2: I mean, if Teasdale's on i haven't seen gavin in a while i just i don't think i don't think he should nor wants to cut weight well he's not going Nobody 25. Cut yeah i i know he's not going 25.
1: 33 is the right weight for gavin
2: then he should go 33. i don't i think he's gonna be the 41. i think they're gonna keep austin Santa. how about this i think regardless of what gavin teasel does they're gonna keep austin santa 133. I think that is the plan for the Iowa Hawkeyes this year.
1: You know, here's – I'll say this. This keeps going through my head, and I I don't know why. Maybe I'm putting too much gravity, too much weight on it. DeSanto last year, did he – DeSanto, when he went to Iowa, had made the comments about going up, right?
0: Well, in DeSanto's transfer process – it was rumored he wanted to go up to 141. Now, that was always an option. That was one of the reasons people were like, will he go to Iowa? Because Iowa doesn't – they need him at – thirty. they needed a 33 in the worst way. Yep. So, how does that work? But it sounded like that was not necessarily the case. I think he would be willing. But okay, I think so, he said, so, hey, I'll go 33 if you want me at 33.
1: So, we're, you know, very much – removed from there a year what was it, I mean a year and a half yeah from when he stepped off the map for Drexel and maybe I'm putting too much weight on this at midlands at midlands I saw him like really uh, the, the the his day was over that the the he had wrestled a match and then came off and got he got all his stuff on and he started running right he started he he was cutting he was cutting pretty he's cutting pretty good right i guess that's my point the the 33 he's cutting to, to get there and and having said 18 months ago that he wants to move up to 41 i just think i just think it's the way to go
0: yeah i agree um i don't really have any i think you broke this up perfectly though I think your Tier 1 is Tier 1, and Tier 2 is Tier 2. Pletcher, DeSanto, RBY, Gomez, those guys are on a a similar, you know, I could see all those guys kind of trading wins and losses, and in some cases they have. Gomez and uh, DeSanto have split. RBY and DeSanto. It's two wins for Austin, but very close. RBY beat Pletcher. RBY beat Pletcher. Pletcher Pletcher. beat RBY. Yeah.
1: I'll say that, uh, and I'm nitpicking here, because you need something to talk about. Does Mickey Phillippe belong higher? Oh yeah,
0: that's a good point. I think Mickey could be tier two. Now he DMP'd. He lost to RBY, so I can see why you made that choice. But he was like the three, the four seed. He beat,
1: he beat Dayton. He beat Dayton. What? Who was his blood round loss to Pletcher? Who was
0: he? He, lo- he lost to RBY. Oh right
1: RBY, now. yeah, yeah.
0: In a very close match, as I recall. Yep, yeah, it was good. I, I think Mickey's probably a tier two guy did he ever he beat Gomez at ncaas one mm-hmm. I think I think Mickey has to be in tier two okay all right let's that's, that's sure classic sure great radio I mean his
1: his season was good right I mean it's not like he 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 had, he lost to somebody weird Soriano smashed him um
0: We'll see I mean, what there. I'm
1: saying is It's not like he had a bunch of bad losses He might have no. had one or two like little blips But he didn't have a bunch of bad losses
0: RBY, Pletcher He lost to Corbin Myers I thought he did Corbin He lost Myers. to Corbin Myers That was his weird loss He was ranked really, really highly After he beat Dayton Damon. He literally lost his next match He beat Dayton They lost to Corbin Myers Less than one week later Then he won out up to NCAA, so going into NCAA, yeah. he had only lost to Soriano and Myers, with wins <laughs> over Pletcher. Yeah, he'd be Pletcher wow. also. He'd be he Pletcher and Dayton. Yeah, he's got to be yeah. and Gomez. He's he's yeah. tier he's tier two, and then Tariq Wilson. That's a nice win also.
2: Something that possibly helps Mickey is Cord Myers going down. And Tariq Wilson probably going up, which makes his ACC. path to an undefeated ACC a little easier, which will help his seed. Which he, although he yeah. had a four seed this year, and it didn't necessarily help him. Um, what did uh seeding what, could only
0: help you so much last year at one thirty three. Yeah, because it was like in round two you had someone awesome. And in round were, two he had Austin Gomez. Yeah, it's <laughs> like holy cow. There was no. But this year seeding is actually going to help you. Yeah, because it's not going to be like it was last year
1: yeah, especially with so many sort of defecting. but um, what uh, what does Pitt do? Do we know what Pitt's doing? Um, like what their big what their schedules like? I mean, I'm, the point I'm getting at is I mean Mickey could be undefeated the Well, they'll go
0: to they're gonna go to Vegas. I'm I would imagine they've Miami. gone there traditionally mm-hmm. right? Um, so I w- I would expect them to go there again. I I don't know. I'm assuming a similar schedule. Oklahoma State. I mean, yeah. There- there's a chance he could go undefeated. They-, they have not put out their schedule yet.
1: They're not put out their schedule yet. When would he right. see
0: Wisconsin? Does Wisconsin sometimes goes to Vegas? I don't know. I don't know if Bona likes Vegas though,
2: or if they if they're going there. I forget it. I I he told me and I forgot which one they're going to. Pretend um, to fake <laughs> the. The Mickey criticism of having him in tier two is potentially legitimate because I look at Mickey's wins and the way he wins, and I'm like, well, that's playing with fire, right? A lot of rideouts, a lot right. of 1 But that yeah, is but the same on. criticism that has been leveled against Luke Pletcher since he was in ninth grade. Yes. Well, okay. And he beat Luke Pletcher. So.
1: I, that's what I was going to say. Mickey's been winning like that since NAM. So he <laughs> keeps doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with that many wins over good guys, I think he he, he belongs there. I really like – I will always uh, ride for Montori. I think he's super,
2: super good. Um, I think Montori, more than anything, got hurt by the fact that the weight got tougher. Well, that didn't help. (laughs) Right? Like, he's still the same guy. He's still really freaking good. He
0: had a real bad spell there. Early in the year, I think it was – he lost to who did he lose to? Petzl, Schumeling, and then Dayton, which is good. Then Gonzer. So he lost one, two, three, four, five straight to Petzl, Schumeling, Fix, Gonzer, oh. Ernesty. It's tough. Route. That's that's a rough rough go. Then he kind got, got it back going, lost a tight one to Tariq, which happens. Then he then he went on a real run, beat Gomez, mm-hmm. beat. Uh, beat some good guys, beat Tyrao. Tyru- <laughs> I almost call him Tyru. I should have. I should. He is Tyru. What
1: did do he do at So what, what was his ledger there?
0: He beat Socorro, lost to Pletcher, beat Gonzer, lost to Gomez. He's lost to two All-Americans. No, nope, Gomez un- didn't play. Gonzer's unfun to go under. Yes. But he beat him 11-5. So, yeah, I mean, a very respectable NCAA is just... It would, I mean, Montori's path just typified what it meant to be in NCA's at 133 last year. It's just very, very difficult to, to navigate that.
2: Similar to most weights, um, Tier 4, I was like, oh, there's a whole bunch of guys that beat each other, go back and forth. Probably is incomplete. I tried to factor in uh, Spade's redshirt report. Who's coming kinda, off redshirt other than Jamie Hernandez that we should be uh, excited about? Well, obviously about. Seth Gross is the well, yeah, main one. Um, that would be a big one. But guys he had in his red shirt report were like... Oh, Lamont. Lamont yeah, spent. so I have, I have Lamont in Tier 3 because he didn't place at 125 in what I thought was not as good a weight as last year's 133. 2018, 125 was not as good as 2019, 133. And I don't know if he's going 125 or 133. I, just, I, assume I think he is th- going 33. He is going 33. I think the weight is tough. He could make that jump, right? I mean, he's blue chip coming out, but yeah. I, I don't know. I guess see it.
0: I think tier 3 is really good, and I I, I, I think he did a did a nice job here, except for Mickey. I think we all agree he could move up, but yes. I but I see. But then again, I see Bridges and Phillippe and Lamont, maybe Tucker. Tucker's one where I'm not sure where, where where to where to slot him. Like he's in every match, but I just feel like he's a guy that is just in every match but i could see like a lot of tier three moving up with the Pletcher, Desanto, rby gomez
2: here's some some names from retro report colin girardi jared trombley chance rich uh chris wright zach price drew bennett who northern iowa was got a five guys for three weights yeah uh jamie hernandez nick farrow alan hart ty agassi he went ham on these retro reports he went really deep he there. went deep too yeah. too deep They had, like, a
0: winning record. He's like, all right, you're in.
2: Yeah, and then obviously we talked at at the top. Suryan could go down. Fix could Olympic redshirt. Meechic could Olympic redshirt. And then Tier 2, DeSanto could go up, um, which would slot in Gavin. And I think Gavin's a Tier 2 or Tier 3 guy just based on everything we've ever seen from him. Um, So, yeah, a lot of moving parts at 133. But it actually – Chris and I were talking about I was like, yeah, I'm going to do 133 tiers for for Eldemar. He's like, oh, that should be interesting. And I kind of started doing it, and I was like...
0: It's kind of fake. It's kind of not. Kind of fake tiers. It's a really interesting weight. It's like Seth is going to crush it. Like In reality, if you want like my my late March prediction, Seth Gross smashes everyone. All the contenders are not in this weight. The other contenders are not in this weight. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I could see... You could see any number of finalists opposite Seth Gross and not be... Super yeah. surprised. And uh, we'll have a couple maybe random All-Americans, but I could see just a tight top eight with a few tough guys on that. Like a ve- it's just like a very normal
2: weight. Yeah. I would also like to make an addendum to 125. An addendum, please. I don't remember yeah, if we yeah. talked about him. I didn't listen back, but I know I didn't actually have him in the list, and I believe he's going to be a starter and Impact right away. Is Michael Kolyoko of Penn.
0: Oh,
1: snap.
2: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? That was That's on me for – forgetting that he's... He's going
1: 25?
2: Yeah, he's going 25, Ferrante 33.
1: Good gracious. He's going to be... He's going to be an animal. Yeah, of... an animal.
2: So, if, if Kolioko were to place at I the end of it. the year, I don't think anybody in this room would be terribly surprised. That will be at 125? Yeah. So, they're going to have Artelona, Kolioko. Huh. Yeah. You're starting to see it. They're going they're to... Right, they, they come the, when when you when you get the. Uh, that's the thing, right? When you get recruiting classes like that, okay. just the sheer volume. It's like even if they all don't turn out, just getting one or two guys every year, and then it just builds. So good job, by yeah. Ben.
1: But Kolioka, a different breed.
2: You think? Different breed status. Yeah. I mean, wh- yeah. When he's on, I've seen him <laughs> chainsaw through people. May be
0: his nickname: Chainsaw. All right. Any other 133? That's what he means in the Italian. Any other 133 thoughts before we go to questions from friends? No. Okay. Question time. Starting with Chris Foley, uh, son of Mick. You guys all seemed a little down on G taking over at 141 when discussing OSU last show. I know he didn't have a great tournament in CAs. Don't you think he's in discussion for title contender at A at the very least? Given the Olympic red shirts. You're right. We probably did sound down. And uh, probably shouldn't have. It is could be a little bit of recency because we saw him go 0-2. When a lot of people thought he could really go far. And he's going to be down at the way he should be at. Um, Yeah, he should. I mean, he. I know it was a year, two two years ago now, whatever. But he beat Nick Lee. He's with all these guys. I mean... Could he beat Dom Dimas? Dom Dimas could be like the preseason number two or something. Right? Or well, number just, one.
1: We sounded down. I ain't down on G at forty one. Well, we oh,
2: kinda oh. Well, we're just yeah. I mean, I'll take credit for oh. driving that truck. I just was like Cade True. Brock's out. Oklahoma State season is kind of it you know, it's then then you say Cade Brock and Dayton Fix is out, I'm like, well, Oklahoma State season's kind of they drop off quite a bit, at least in terms of, you know, Trophy potential, but well, sh- yeah, well, G- sure. G-
1: under the circumstances that Dayton, Dayton red shirts, and Cades has a torn whatever, he's out for the season. Sure, Oklahoma State's stock at a national title is probably down, but G at forty-one ain't down. That's great.
0: Yeah, maybe we weren't down on G. Maybe I don't think we say, but I think just the idea of going Brock. Going pitch Brock G versus pitch something G, yeah, D- it's just not as good. Pitch something G, so right. yeah, um, no, but yeah, he is uh, Chris. He is in the title. If, discussion. if we were
2: down, our apologies to Caden. Our apologies to G,
0: yeah. but also, then again, he went on into it in Cs I think that was a lot of
2: at 49 stuff.
0: That, no, you can't play at 49 when you have the year he had at 149, and then you, you can't play the 149 card bo- both ways. He had a good season at 149. And went yeah, I don't,
2: I don't think top. it was so much 49 as much as injuries to me. Yeah, right. If if, if I'm putting it on something.
1: Yeah. Right. True.
2: Well, okay.
0: Um, if the FRL crew is on a long car ride, who gets the aux and why? Well, oftentimes, me because I'm driving, but I am proud to relinquish um, the ox to Kyle Brackey. Our musical tastes are are very much aligned. Holmes falls asleep, or has his headphones in. Nomad will also fall asleep.
2: I'll go half and half. I'll fall asleep. I'll mix it up with you guys singing.
0: He'll give us some suggestions. Nomad gets in gets in the in the yeah. song. Bader Bader's pretty trustworthy. Um, spay. You never the, know. Nomad's I, is yeah. One of
1: those nomads. One of those guys. That's like, whether you're in the car or you're sh- sharing a hotel room with him. he's one of those guys that falls asleep. Like he'll be like, Hey, you guys remember in, uh, the 2012, uh, Russian nationals went Beck Bulatov And then, and then you start answering the question. You look over and he's,
0: he's out. <laughs> we lost him.
1: He's out. We lost him. He's down man down well yeah Bracky always talks about the time he did
0: that he fell asleep and then he like woke up mid conversation like <laughs> 20 minutes later that freaked him out a little bit um, so yeah that's normally how it goes
2: um, if I'm in my own car though driving I control the AUX but there you go more so awesome. the bluetooth
1: doesn't fall asleep
0: uh, Jay at frl underscore fan wow There was talk of a senior-level match at who's number one. Any news? Yes. The news is very soon we will have news. So, how's that for a tease? Okay. Strong. Nikki Flo, at Flo underscore Nikki. Zayn and Metcalf decide to wrestle each other in practice during their prime. Who gets tired first and why? It's not who wins. Who gets tired first? I'll, I'll say Zane. I'll say Zane gets tired. Yep. you say the spectators?
1: Yeah. I mean, they'll probably wrestle for 72 hours, and the rest of us will have to sleep at some point. Yeah.
2: No, that's, that's kind of where my head is at, too, where it's Zane just because he's like, I don't care, man. Like, we've been wrestling for 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Not anymore. I mean, Zane, right now, Zane, I mean, Metcalf's. Metcalf's in a tree stand a lot of the time these days.
0: During their prime, it says. Yeah. During their prime. Oh, during their prime. Yeah, not not tree Jesus. stand.
1: We're st- we're still bringing back Metcalf Zane in their prime, huh? That would have been one of their cla- the classics of all time. The. I don't know who gets tired
2: When you become good for Iowa, it's like a different level of uh, reverence than pretty much any other school. True. Like, Spencer Lee will be, and rightfully so, especially if he's a four-time NCAA champion, scores 100 points, will be – he's going to have a statue. What? It's going to be Gable and Spencer. Like, statue? They love him. And, again, understandable. He he's they absolutely incredible. Him.
0: Statue status.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Maybe wow. that's a bit extreme. But, Maybe not. But I don't know. the level of reverence – that just when you were when you were good, I mean, like multiple time national champ at Iowa, and especially and it just reverberates from Iowa Nation, right, Hawkeye Nation, is just different than any other school.
1: Wow, it, it is. There's a lot I of mean, guys that don't have statues I don't know. in Iowa. That Metcalf in wrestling, Metcalf was Babe Ruth at that time, right? Yes, mm-hmm. he was. All he, eyes he on him. He was more mythological
0: than anyone we've had. Sin. Yeah. Right? No one has yeah, been myth, I mean, as mythological as Metcalf was, even though there have been guys definitely better than Brent Metcalf since yeah. for, sure. for sure. But he had this no one had the mystique like Brent.
2: Mm-mm. No one's had it since. And then before that, obviously he didn't finish there, but you go Mako Mako, right? Mm-hmm.
0: One hundred percent. It's
2: just the the fan base, it, it's Gable, right? It's the Gable influence, right? What what he did to make that program that popular. Yeah. It's just a different level of re- I, I mean, don't know how else to put it. It's just a different level of reverence.
1: It's a different level of reverence, and it's also, um, I, I, I don't know. They, look, this guy here, right? One-time one time yeah. champ, Thomas Gilman. Thomas Gilman. Thomas Gilman, zero-time champ. If he was coming to your building, all eyes were on him. What's Thomas Gilman going to do? Yeah. Right? And then, um, you know, you think about that kind of aura, but then with Metcalf, who ran through everybody, right? Like, yeah. That, I mean, Metcalf was next level mythological. He was one of my all time favorites. But Spencer, man, I'm listen i know that the i know that the message boards are crazy and i know i referenced them awesome and and christian rolls his eyes but to nomad's point about spencer lee being (laughs) there so far down listen i don't know if he completed his freshman true freshman year there and the hawkeye message board already had him as the next head coach I, i swear this wow. is
2: true, this is true, true stories. I got, uh, I, I remember I rolled the dice on, so I was one that went to Spencer's debut, right? you guys remember that? Not to brag. And, uh. Not to brag, but. That was the classic where I checked into my flight home as I was boarding my flight there, which is uh-huh. always fun. Anyway, uh, I put, it was something to the effect of, like, two Hawkeye legends or something, and it was Royce Alger and Spencer in a picture mm-hmm. on Instagram, and I got yelled at for for that by like the fans. right? like, "Oh, this is he's he's wrestled one match." Well, he's <laughs> Spencer Lee, man. I don't he he know. wrestled
0: four, and he's like, "Now, how has what's the succession plan like with brands? Do they usher him out slowly? Does he take him under his wing <laughs> for a year? <laughs> like after he like wrestled at Midlands?"
2: It's so hard, right? When guys are still in, I mean, Spencer got two years left of college, right? But it is interesting, like, well, what will Spencer do afterwards? Like, those questions are so much more reasonable for Jordan Burroughs, you know? Like right now? Yeah. Yeah. Than Spencer Lee. But people are already talking about it. I hope he has a long international career.
0: I hope for that. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Next question. Saw USA Wrestling posted a job today, which got me thinking. Best non-coaching job in wrestling? Well, I think being a competitor would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I imagine Jordan Burroughs' life is pretty good. Not many get that life, but... I don't know. Ours. Well, for sure. Like, so that's what I was going to say. Definitely being a competitor would be awesome. Just like, I don't know. The idea of pursuing something like that would be uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. And if you are compensated fairly for it, like we are seeing more and more often is the case, I think that is the... uh, uh, as rich bender always says is the the purest pursuit in all sports is a an american trying to win a gold medal in wrestling so that but if not that just a job in wrestling i don't know what could be better than what we get to do personally we get to go to the stuff we get to talk about it we are we get to i've been on the other side where you're doing the thing and then all the while you're obsessed with wrestling and you're trying to write lessons plans for elementary schoolers it's not good believe me this is this is uh and i i i will say that i uh never never lose sight of the fact that i get to do this and that it,
2: uh i'm really 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 lucky so i'll say that yeah people come up to me all the time at events I listen to okay, you while so... I'm driving to this job, and I'm like, ah, no offense, but my job sounds better. I say in my head. And yeah. You laugh at them, don't you, Nomad? And you're like, look at my
0: NC State gear. You wish. You wish, buddy. All right, Willie, what were
1: you going to say? I mean, this this job has to be up there, right? With – get to go to everything you get to write about it you get to talk about it you get to do talk shows you get to um
0: the proximity to, to the wrestlers is probably the biggest part just like getting to know them and just, I, I don't know but what i think initially interested me in wrestling so much was not just the sport but like how different wrestlers were and just their mindset just being around that is really really fascinating and fun one of the best parts wrestlers are the best people
2: I like being around them yeah or just uh, being at pick an event right and something's going on and you just end up sitting next to a coach or an athlete for 20 minutes and you're just kind of talking about the match and talking about you know the ancillary things going on it's yeah it's second to none
1: well you know I've always basically always been around wrestling people and that's like you said, I think they're the, I think they're the best kind of people and the people I like to hang out with, you know. But also, um, it's really, it, it, it's really fun that if you want to know the answer to a question, we can just call them, <laughs> right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, now they're not always forthcoming you know i it's like i'm not gonna we're not gonna call tom brands right now and say hey who's going 33 and who's going 41 and they're gonna just say what their plan is right uh, we should at least try though we should try though no make a note that after the show we have to call tom um <laughs> but right like if we want to know uh, if we have a question we can call rob cole or somebody right it's like yeah it's pretty cool um so there's definitely a lot of benefits here but uh and for me for me i just i, I just get to do what i love to do I, yeah. I just like sticking my nose in a computer and and following all these wrestlers and going to events and watching them firsthand and ranking them I I love recruiting. I, I just love college recruiting, and I love looking at who the future stars are, and that's what I get to do every day. Yeah. But I will say this, to I'll pose this question to you guys. If you if you weren't here, what job in wrestling would you want? If you weren't mm. if you didn't work for Flow, what job in wrestling would you want? Wow. I don't know what I'd be qualified for.
0: <laughs> I mean. I would, I I love, I love team. I love teams. Yeah. i like to be a part of a college team in some way. That's that's where I'm at. I don't know if it's like, like, I don't know if I want to do the director of operations thing. I don't know. I I think I would get fired from that. Because like, they know how to like play the game and like not say things. And like, they're well-trained. Whereas me, I just... I'm a little too I say what I think a little too much so I would I would get fired but it'd be a heck of a run
1: (laughs) I would director of ops would be cool I'd like I'd probably like to be like uh, not probably I would If, if I wasn't here I would really try to get like a recruiting coordinator job that they that some places are having now with those are starting to like exist I know I love it and I think it's I think it's the right move. Uh, are I mean, you gonna try to for, are you gonna try to undermine Anthony Ralph and take his job? Anthony Ralph does an awesome job. I don't think he. Uh, do that's it. what I. Uh, Anthony I Ralph. To, is... I said this before. I said this before on the show. I, I, I want to be Anthony Ralph. I want his life. <laughs> well, I w- I would want it if I wasn't here, but. Yeah. Um, just to to, i mean i would continue to do what i basically do now i would just do it for a team and put in my two cents and and present here here tom brands or here rob cole here or whoever here are the here are the guys that i think are the best i would i would go for this guy i would i would uh, here are our team needs right and go get them go out and recruit them and this will be fun
0: all right, enough and, of the uh, enough of the pitch. We need you here, buddy. We need you um, flirting with these coaching well, okay. staffs?
1: Well, where are you? Where are you, Nomad? Where yeah, are you going?
0: What's Nomad doing?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, Nomad is the president. I'm going to go. <laughs> Nomad is the president of the Maryland Wrestling Association. I, I would no.
2: think. Uh. No? You guys know my preference when it comes to college versus international, so I would be. An international referee. Some capacity of helping to uh, grow an RTC. Grow the sport. Like
1: the athletes and the fans.
2: NJRTC, Penn RTC, Hawkeye, right? Whatever. Oklahoma State. Take just helping them in any way possible. I don't know what what it would specifically be.
1: This is fun. I got two other. I got two others that I would I like just to care do. far more about. That, that I think would be college. cool. That makes sense for no man. If you're a single person, um, I th- I think it's it would be cool a to work as, as as opposed to a conjoined person. twins. No, uh, <laughs> I mean in my position, it would be cool to work for UWW and fly around the world to all these tournaments. That'd be super fun. So shots fired at um, Foley. So, t- 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 Anthony, Ralph, and T.R.
0: Foley,
2: Willie is coming for your jobs. Spay actually made yeah. a, a good point in the chat that he frequently, he says I'd be an agent. I don't know if it would be agent so much as like manager, but yeah, something like that. Because I I, tra- think,
0: I think that's a fake position. It's <laughs> making things this up. At this I know, point. but at least we're like, okay, I'd be kind of what Anthony Ralph does,
1: agent.
2: Well, I think space point. Yeah, that's is, a little. Space point is I um, frequently try to know as much as I can about all the people, right? Hmm. Who, wait, their wife's name, their kids' names, it? where you know where they went, where they're going, all all these pieces of information, right? That's where. No, that's, I,
1: don't, I... I don't. You can have them
2: explain that. it when we get out. Yeah.
1: Okay, let's leave that go. Well, here's what. Here's what to be an agent, though. Here's, I'm going to make a pitch to Flow right now. Oh, boy. I'm going to make a pitch to Flow. Here is one that I would love to do. Flow should open an office in Europe and let me and Nomad just go live there. And we go to just all these European tournaments and we stream European tournaments and do European coverage. You in, Nomad?
2: Yes. Nomad's in. Nice. Um, get
1: the funding. Let's get the funding rolling for now.
2: You're telling me that all all I'm doing for all of life is watching senior-level wrestling?
1: And living in Europe somewhere and just going to all the best badass tournaments.
2: Yeah.
0: Who's turning that down? See, I would. I like America. I want to live in America as an American. would love to visit Europe. I'm not going to live there. No, you wouldn't. I would love to live there for I, a while. I'd you love-
2: have had opportunities to visit Europe... I'll go to you Europe at not. some
0: point in my life. I just haven't yet.
2: Uh, you're going to, yeah. I'll go.
0: I'll go. I'm going to. I'm going to Tokyo. You going? Yeah, I'm going. I decided it's gonna happen. Um, okay.
1: I'm turning Japanese. Me and Nomad in about a month. Me and Nomad are gonna really make our mark on Kazakhstan. One last thing on this question. Yeah, you will. One last thing,
0: and. Uh, not to get all sentimenty, but
1: um, oh, he's gonna cry, guys. I'm,
0: I'm not, I'm not gonna, I could cry. No, take your glasses off. The uh, the other thing about this job that makes it great, and this is what where, where I wouldn't want to move to Europe, is the the the, the to use Willie's word, the fellowship. I mean, it yeah. is so fun working with with Bader and Kyle and Nomad and, and Mike and all these guys. How much there is a lot of laughing and and fun and friendship involved that um i wouldn't want to pass up and since i moved here a couple years ago that has been one of the the best parts the friendship so i'll say that it's another thing that makes this job great okay that's gonna
2: be ripped apart by well, people by who they're gonna be like "Well, oh, paul had no friends before he came to flow oh
0: <laughs> i freely i say all the time i don't have any friends of course i don't have any friends
2: have my family? Well,
0: of course I you don't know. have any friends. Yes. No, I don't have friends. That's not like a secret. I routinely mention my lack of friendship. Um, tight little circle there. Okay. Next question. What else I, got? I, I, I'm about to shoot shots, shoots fired at Casey's Pizza right now. Okay? Because we got this thing going. And everyone, of 80% today. of our FRL questions are Casey's Pizza related. Thanks, Iowa. And thanks, Willie.
1: But... Casey's <laughs> no, favorite, me.
0: favorite because you waged war against Casey's and now Iowa I, we're, you're at war with the Midwest
2: okay I
1: didn't wage war against you Casey's Kyle war. tried to get me Kyle tried no, to get no we me. don't need he to rehash it everyone knows what pizza. you did here's the next thing
0: now Casey's is up in the ante they're making it hard because they're saying they're making a new Midwest inspired pizza with pulled pork bacon cheese corn and barbecue sauce that's, that's disgusting. Corn and barbecue sauce on pizza? No. So, Casey's, you're making it tough. Because um, I want to say that Willie's too good for it, but now that just sounds disgusting. Corn. Corn mm. on pizza and barbecue sauce. No thank you.
2: Well, barbecue sauce. I know that's a thing that people do. It's disgusting. Here's my thing. It's disgusting. You can call me, like, boring or lame or whatever. People get too cute with food and drinks. Like, you don't need all of these things on a pizza to make it good. The best piece of
0: pizza is a cheese pizza. That's right. Yeah. A cheese pizza is the best. That's what I get when I go to a restaurant. That's what I almost always
2: get. Or one singular topping, a banana pepper, a black olive, a pepperoni. One single thing sprinkled over it to just give it a little pop, right? And like with beers, there's there's a billion different beers now. It's like, oh, it's blueberry. I don't want to f- feel like I'm drinking a blueberry. Mm. Like, if if I want a blueberry beer, which I don't want a blueberry beer. If I want a blueberry beer, I want like a hint of blueberry. I don't want to feel like they jammed a, a, a thousand blueberries in a 12-ounce bottle. And it's so many things like that where it's like, the, the, it, Here we go. It, it's just like people got bored. It's like, no, we, we have figured out a lot of things in this world. We, we have pretty Rage, much figured no, out what food is good and what drinks are good. And just guess what? Just go with it. It's okay. Sorry that it's boring and it's just the same thing over and over again, but it's good. Like there are very simple things that are t- one of one of my favorite things in the world is up steam now, is, is uh, uh I can't remember the name of it cuz I haven't had it. I believe it's I believe it's called a San Marino. It's a amin based uh, sandwich. <laughs> um but I believe it's called the the San Marino. I can't think of the place because I haven't been to it in like three years since I moved here. Don't know but it's called. just don't know where it is, don't know what it no, is. No, no, it's 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 down the road from 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 my house. But I'm I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Anyway, it is just mozzarella, tomato, prosciutto, bread. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's simple. It is beautiful. Well, listen, beautiful. It.
1: It's beautiful. I'm the best things. The best things are simple, right? You take a slice of ribeye, you you get a slice of meat and you salt and pepper and you throw it on the grill and it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh sushi is just a cut of fit. I mean, just give me the just give me a cut a small cut of
0: fish meat. He's got the menu pulled up here. Let's go. San Martino. With sauce.
2: San Martino from Tuscana's deli. Which is right down the That's road from where my parents live. Sounds good. Bread, yep. mozzarella, prosciutto, tomato. Magnifique! You gotta have that good bread. Well, yeah. That's
1: all they eat in Europe.
2: That's okay. really all they eat. It's everywhere. This is good. This went way left. That's fine. How close are we
0: to finalizing the kale doc? Asks Dave Hillslot About as close as we ne- were. Negotiations are ongoing. <laughs> in that they haven't happened. But uh no, it was pending and ongoing. all right there's a, there's a lot of good questions here. I'm trying to mix up. Ooh, I yeah, love this one job. from FRL listener. would David Taylor have won four titles having ringer's NCAA path? I'd say absolutely he would because that freshman year we're, we're talking about beating Saint John St John won that year. Jason Welch he he wins that year, I think. James Green was in that bracket, but James got, like, seventh that year, I want to say. He had a really good year. James went seven, seven, three, three. Yep, so he yeah, got seventh that year. Yeah, I think DT would have been a four-timer with that. I mean, I'm automatically saying the every year that Ringer would have won, David would have won, right? So, yep, yeah, I'm saying that. And then just, just that freshman year, yeah, David Taylor would have been a four-time champ. There's, lo- there's lots of paths that could have been moved around. There's there's a scenario where
2: Zane could have been a four-timer if he red shirts or whatever. I don't know. Similarly, there's, you know, always what-ifs of guys who did win four, mm-hmm. right? If Logan hadn't have broken his hand freshman year at CKLV, if Kyle Dake had had to wrestle fully healthy Darian Caldwell. Yep. But, the you know, it didn't happen. So it's just all – it's things we speculate on the yeah, show. it's kind of fun to talk about. Yeah.
0: I don't mind – I don't mind uh, bringing up uh, Brock desert who changed his bio. He's not no longer anti-nomad. So now he can ask questions. Thank you. Uh, he would love to get my thoughts on the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It was really, really good. You should get it. <laughs> I'm not a chicken sandwich guy, but if I have to choose a chicken sandwich and here's the thing, Willie, wait, 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 hold I, I on.
1: I, can we pause? When did you have the Popeye's chicken sandwich
0: last week? Bracky and I went. Yeah. I saw them. Yeah.
1: Wait, did they just come out with a chicken sandwich?
0: Yes. Wow. What? Do you have the internet in Easton? This is like a like a global story. The Popeyes chicken no. sandwich thing. They're like, they're running out of and,
2: chicken. And Popeyes versus Chick Fil A. Popeyes they're versus Chick. They're getting biblical. Oh, the- really? Do you know
0: that Tupac
1: and Biggie were at war too? It's basically of that magnitude. No, I know. I knew that. I knew that Popeyes and Chick Fil A were beefing, but I didn't really pay attention to why uh I think
0: they're chickening K-
1: kentucky fried chicken th- there's chicken wars happening right now kentucky fried chicken just started a i'm canceling KFC. fake fake meat a fake meat fried chicken and there's people lining up around the store for it
0: okay weird anyway kfc is
1: out of but the conversation last week last week last week we were on a call about who's number one stuff and uh, with one of the production guys. And one of the production guys was late to the meeting because he was in Popeye's drive-thru and he comes yeah. to the, uh, he comes to the office and we said, what'd you, where oh, I was at Popeye's. Oh, what'd you get? I got a sandwich. And I said, to, I said, why would you go to Popeye's and get a sandwich? And Christian was like, yeah, what are you doing? Well... And then, now you're telling me you went and got one.
0: Okay. A couple things. One, I went there. I wanted to try the sandwich, okay? I I want to be a part of the the phenomenon. So, what I did was I got the sandwich, and I also got uh, a two- or three-piece meal with it. Because I love the chicken on the bone.
1: Damn, dog. Respect.
0: I was putting it away. (laughs) So, uh, I did that because I wanted to be like, oh, what's it like? How's it compared to the Chick-fil-A sandwich? But... Here's the thing with Popeyes, here's what disqualifies it so much on road trips. You can't, Oh, right, we'll drive through Popeyes and then you're eating mashed potatoes. You need something, so you get fried chicken on sandwich, you can eat that in the car. It's It was great car food, I, in fact, I ate it the drive home. It was really, really good, it's better than the Chick-fil-A sandwich by far. I am noted not a big Chick-fil-A guy, so yes, you should get the, the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Okay that is my take um heretofore what's the next rest i try to alternate zany questions and then some guy's trying to convince his wife kyle jones to listen to frl to work with his wife um because they commute together they work at the same place i don't know what this i don't know what the pitch is every now and again he mentions the uh advice that nomad gives (laughs) which is always interesting (laughs) like the goalie pulling situation yeah, like that pulling. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um So I don't I, know. OK. That's it. Oh
1: my God. Lebedev's Lebedev and Sons mining and manufacturing. What? Ask it. How much more awesome would world be if it was rebranded and called the Nightmare and Nerf? Uh, no
0: uh, just, one loves all the, their alliterative wrestling names like wrestling loves alliterative wrestling names for everything battle on the something with the B and the grapple with the something with the G every single time yeah Uh, they love it they love it it's irresistible do you use the word soda coke or or pop soda 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 three ways I think I think Bracky either calls it coke or pop I think there's something something wrong with
2: him I think he calls it pop the more egregious one is pie pie is a separate thing no one calls it pie. Pe- yes, people call it pe- what pe- pe- pizza people versus pie? People call it soda. P- oh, whoa, whoa. pizza okay, versus pizza oh. pie. Jeez. Oh boy, I got really. A uh, pie is an actual separate pies already exist. What do you call pie? A pie? pie. Hey, is let's get what? a pie. I like, I understand what you're saying when you meet that, but then what do you say when you actually want to get a pie? Let's get a let's get a crusted fruit snack. I don't. What do you say?
0: Here's the thing: people I that listen. call it pie are trying to sound like. More worldly or something. Like, oh, we call it a pie. Yeah. Don't call it a pie.
1: Dude, everybody calls it a pie around here. Get the heck out. Okay, what do
2: you call act? Dude, are are you out on pies? Nobody eats freaking pie, dude. Who eats pie? I eat pie. I love pie. Have you ever been to a 4th of July uh, extravaganza? Pies, as far as the eye can see.
1: Okay. 4th of July, uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, we're talking Wonderful about... Wonderful times of you e- eat pies. Easter, Christmas, all right? If I'm, like, hanging out with... You know, me and my buddies are sitting around watching football and we're like, uh, we yo, what do you want to do? Hey, you guys want to get some food? Yeah, what would you get? Hey, call the bell, get two pies, all right? They they are not mistaking it for... A lemon meringue? A co- coconut custard, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no, like, dude... What kind should we get? There, I, there's no like. What is the food you hey, eat in the pie? Here's a three-man. You mechanic. might okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. It might be it might be weird to people, but I am I'm, I'm telling you, where I live, we're not doing it to be cute. To, in this area, everybody says it. Get two. Yeah, call up and get two pies. We acknowledge. I don't you know. Two,
0: but our two blue outrules you
1: i, I really very very simply saying.
2: when you say let's get a pie what is the food contained therein inside the box what is that called a box what is the pizza. food inside the box oh yeah
1: pizza pizza
2: okay Why call it a pizza. To... okay let's get a pizza
1: nomad listen when you nomad stayed at my house I said mom nomad's coming in call up and get a, uh, get, a get a get a pie Right? I mean, that's that's what we said. What, what Did I get you a German pie? Because everybody around here eats German pie.
2: Right? Well, I don't know what I, that I even mean, means. We, I mean, I very much enjoy the pizza in your area and the East Coast in general. I just don't think it should be called a pie. All right. Yeah,
1: I, uh, all right. I, but it is a thing, though.
2: I know it's a thing, and it's a thing that shouldn't be a thing. Okay.
0: Last one. Nomad's rejected apology pillow. <laughs> Who is most likely to bring a world gold medal back to America? Fix, graph, or green? World gold medal. Not medal, gold medal. Tom Brands. <sighs> I feel like man, I don't know. I do. He knows. Alright. You know. Let me th- I, I'm not gonna give my answer. I wanna give the answer that I think he's going to give. Okay. Not green. Dayton Fix. I think mm-hmm. he's going to yes. get the right answer. He thinks it's Dayton. Yes. I think it is
2: Dayton. All right. Dayton Fix. Which it's is clean slightly off kilter in the sense that uh, we frequently probably don't put enough respect on James Green's name, and he's a two time world medalist. Well, and his, he loses. That he's is, amazing. That but... is my number one concern that the guy that I feel is the favorite, <laughs> Dave Bave, David Baev, of Russia, he has lost two twice now, and that is the guy I believe he would have to beat. And I do not have evidence that he can beat him. However, I will root vociferously for him to do so. Do not get it twisted. He will do root for get the it American. Never He will
1: root for the American. Wow. I think that I think that's a great shot. I, I know that he's taken losses. I know that. He lost at Yasser Dogu, too, didn't he?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, to who is that guy? hmm uh, well, he lets people off the hook.
0: Denny Greenstock. He lets style.
1: people off the hook. He does.
0: Whoa, Dennis Green. Oh my gosh. Same last name. Oh my
2: gosh.
1: He lets yeah. people off the hook. He doesn't put people away. He totally, he can, win hang yeah. he he can, totally can win worlds. Right? Yeah. He can totally win worlds.
2: But I felt that so many times. We're not saying he can't. The question was well, who do you feel is most likely? You know what I weirdly like is that it's
0: Dayton's first one. Even though he's kind of been on the thing, I think it's good that, and I think this may help
2: Graf too. I went back. None of the guys, maybe this isn't that weird, none of the that guys it. that he wrestled or that he lost to, rather, in his previous six times representing America in the world level, that's a lot, are wrestling in senior worlds at 57 this year. Hmm. Really?
1: Hmm. Really?
0: That's interesting to know.
2: It just given the volume of it, I thought there would be one. Somewhere. Yeah, that is yeah.
1: super interesting.
0: Who's his toughest matchup at fifty seven?
2: Is it just Gulyev? You saying his toughest matchup, or who I think is the favorite to win? I'll take I'll take both uh, answers offline. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> I think toughest matchup is toughest matchup for Dayton. In my opinion, is guys who are extremely defensive. Yeah. A la Nick Suriano. Right? Okay. So those matches that are 1-1, <laughs> so not, have a, not you Nick don't Suriano. It's Amir Slanov. It's Amir Slanov. There we go. Of Azerbaijan.
0: How did, has Gilman wrestled him, right?
2: I don't know. World Spencer Lee wrestled World him. World
0: Cup. That's who beat Spencer.
2: Uh, Gilman in wrestled Edith Shrishvili at World Cup. Okay.
0: Who hmm. do I think That's is the sh- favorite
2: to I- win? which I kind of need him to win because of a gentleman's wager I made made with Coleman Scott is a goohef. What? Who? Well, don't tell me who Coleman
0: picked. This sounds, uh, okay. Uh, well, go Dayton, go. going to be interesting. Caleb James,
2: go, go Tyler, go also. Well,
0: yes. Go America, go. It needs not said. Though Nomad may waver from time to time about who he wants to wrestle for where,
2: the guy does deep down want America to win. Once you get to the, the thing and you're wearing USA, we're all in.
1: You know what I love, guys? What do you love? I love that FRL has just... It's become an hour and a half. Yeah. Even, it, in, the, even in August. Yep.
0: It is interesting. Um, we it just roll up, though. Yeah, we just... It's it's an hour and a half every time now, no matter what. I love uh, it. Well, it's the questions. The questions take take a take a half hour. You guys are so good. That's why we're so thankful. Because without listeners, there is no show. It's literally just us talking to each other. So thank you for that. Um, Monday is Yanni Zane. That's true. I'm going. Willie, do you commit to Monday? I can Labor commit Day. to Monday at Will. We're gonna be there. It's gonna be Willie and I on the call. I'll I still don't flight. We're going <laughs> to... Willie and I are going to wear matching t-shirts.
2: Maybe yeah. not that.
0: Maybe not that. But other good things are going to be happening.
2: I'll be watching on my Roku. And you folks should be watching the Flow Football triple header tonight on your Roku. Triple. Support our friend Kyle Brackey. Support our friend Colby Paxton. Great set of games on uh, Flow Freedom Football, football this Freedom weekend. For the Freedom Ball. Look, you got Flow Football <laughs> all weekend. And then, boom, Labor Day. Boom. You got that Yanni Zane. One match, Mm. maybe two, possibly three. I'm not ruling it out. They could have an arbitration while we're there. there. We got got
1: freedom, we got labor,
0: and we've got Yanni Zane. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Actually, maybe not because I'll be flying back. Who knows? See ya.